Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Simply Finance. I am your host, Shane White, and today is Tuesday, June 23rd. Um, We have been lately having a lot of guests on the podcast, which has been, I think, great content for all of you. Uh, I know I'm learning a ton, and I think that kind of interview style for Simply Finance is going to be great for the platform going forward to mix in some of these where it's just me talking and they're a little bit shorter uh, with, you know, longer form interview type podcasts. Uh, I hope you guys like the balance of both. So I actually have a few really exciting guests coming up uh, later this week and even into the next week and a half, really, all the way up to actually have some plan for right after the 4th of July. So exciting lineup over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for all of those interviews. Today, don't really have a specific topic per se. We're not going to go into like a 101 um, or anything like that today. What I kind of wanted to do is I haven't just taken a step back and talked about the market over the last you know month and a half or so between trying to get a lot of 101s up and like I said earlier, with quite a few interviews that we've now added to the lineup, uh, I haven't just stopped and talked about what's been going on in the market. So I think every now and then it's kind of fun for me just to kind of diagnose what's been going on and to share with all of you my perspective. And again, I want to preface like I'm not, you know, I'm no hedge fund manager. I'm no day trader. Um, I'm just an everyday retail investor with a finance background and a passion for wanting to learn as much as I possibly can when it comes to investing in the markets. So any of the information I'm using here today, um, you know, take it with a grain of salt, always do your own research and get your own perspective and don't just invest because don't just invest in general because of what I'm saying, but obviously don't go and take everything, um, for face value, you definitely always as an investor, no matter what level you're at, want to make sure you're doing your own research and making sure that, you know, you are diversifying your portfolio and taking the amount of risk that you feel comfortable with. So just wanted to preface that I haven't really done that. And, you know, we're starting to get enough uh, views on the podcast that I thought that was an important little thing to add. So anyway, today, so like I said, it's Tuesday recording this, uh, some big news just in general with the market. It was a green day across the board. Dow was up 0.5%. The S&P was up 0.43%. The NASDAQ was up 0.74%. And the Shane Index led the way today at 0.88%. And not only has there been a hot streak in the market, and not only were all of the major indexes that we talk about on here up just in general, But the major news that I wanted to address today, and really what this whole podcast will be about today, is that the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, so two of the major indexes that I talk about on here, actually hit their all-time, not just this year, you know, not this month, all-time high price today. And I think that's a really important thing to address and talk about and try to kind of break down just the macro situation that's going on in the stock market, in our economy. And I don't have the answers, but I want to just break it down and talk about it. So 
really the the Dow, the S&P, and the NASDAQ were all on a tear uh, at the end of 2019. And then they had their all-time highs, uh, it, you know, leading up to the COVID pandemic in February and March of this year, of 2020. And when the, the pandemic hit, as we all know, and as I've talked about, you know, plenty of times on this podcast, is everything took a hit. Everything fell 20, 30, in some cases, 40 plus percent. Um, the industries and the stocks that are correlated to some of the major, major industries that were impacted as airlines, um, you know, some of the restaurants, uh, definitely the cruise line companies, all of those took, some of those took 100% um, decline. So basically they went from, you know, 100 and cut their stock price in over half. So below $50 a share in that situation. So there were some detrimental drops in the market just across the board. And What's wild is that a lot of that happened in the middle of March. So from the middle of March to the beginning of April is where we've seen most of these dramatic drops. And really when I fired up this podcast was right around then. So when we really started to be consistent with this and bringing this back to all of you was right when all of this was really collapsing and it was falling apart. And so if you go back to some of those episodes, you know, it's a lot of uncertainty. We knew very little about COVID at the time. We had no idea how bad it was going to be, but a lot of us, you know, I'm in Chicago. We were already working from home. It had already gotten that bad. And what's wild to me is not only did we find a huge, huge, basically, you know, bottom of the barrel for prices, not only for stocks, but these market indexes, really at the end of March, early April. But now we're sitting here in the last full week of June and we're already, we already caught up, made up all of those losses and have now surpassed where we were before the pandemic started. Um, every single one of those, except the Dow, the Dow is still down, you know, slightly. They're 30, they, you know, Right before the pandemic, they closed their highest. They closed at was twenty nine thousand five sixty eight, and today they closed at twenty six one five six. So they're down thirty four hundred points. Uh, but really, that's just because of what is made up in the Dow, and a lot of those uh, companies that make up the Dow really got hammered. So the Dow is still doing very well in line with the S and P and Nasdaq. The Nasdaq by far is crushing it the most. Um, I kind of pulled together a just over the past month to give you guys perspective on on the performance of all of these indexes. I think this is kind of crazy. So I haven't really told you guys on here like my perspective, but just in general, when you think about mutual funds and you think about investing in the market, if just in general, mutual funds, uh, if you follow anything with Dave Ramsey, he talks about this. If you look over the course of history of the stock market, even through you know recessions, depression, all those horrible times that we've seen, the average yearly return of just a general high, um, high di highly diversified mutual fund is seven percent. Seven percent is usually the number I go with and use. So what that just means is if you have your money invested in the stock market, if you're diversified, like I talk about on here all the time, in theory, 
over the course of decades, you should see a return of roughly 7%. Obviously, some years are going to be a lot worse. Some years are a lot better. Um, some stocks really good, some really bad, but that's just the average and the baseline uh, understanding if you are in a well-diversified position or positions. And so to see 7% growth over a year, um, that's, you know, that's pretty average. Over the last month, I pulled together all the indexes and ranked them. So we, what on here I always talk about is the NASDAQ, the Dow, the S&P, and I've added the Shane Index, which is just my portfolio that I've shared with all of you in the COVID uh, rebound stock market tracker, which is in the show note links. That just has a, a uh, you know, list of all the companies that I have reinvested in since the pandemic and uh, the companies that I'm really focused on at this point in time. So I'll just run through them. And like I said, remember, 7% is a solid year. Of return. Over the last 30 days, the NASDAQ is up 7.7%. So in the last month, the NASDAQ has jumped more in a month than in a normal year. So for context, that's crazy. That's, that's a shit ton of growth. The Shane Index actually is in second right now at 6.1%. So 7.7 is the NASDAQ, 6.1 is the Shane Index. And remember, if you go to the show notes in the COVID stock market rebound tracker, there are tabs in this Google sheet that is available to all of you for free. And in there, I will put, this is episode 51. I will put all these numbers and everything in there for you to see and look at if you want to go back and, and review on your own. And then the Dow and the S&P are both up 4.1% over the last 30 days. So it's been a rocket ship of a month for the stock market. And that is great for all of us who have been investing for the most part, right? I mean, I would say most people that I've been talking to and people who have commented and reached out through this platform are doing really well with their investments. And what I always tell people is if the market and the indexes as a whole are up this much, hopefully you are too, right? If you are doing the things we talk about on here by diversifying, by really weighing your risk tolerance, um, you should be able to be close to where the indexes are trailing. That's why in all actuality here, the Shane index is right in the middle, if not a little bit above where everything else is, which is a good thing. That's like where I would want to be. And if I want to add more risk, my hope would be that I would you know, be ahead of the NASDAQ, right? The NASDAQ's been on a tear, but that's how you kind of want to weigh your investment and in your portfolio against the general market. So, like I said, the Dow is still 3,400 points behind its all-time high, but it's still, again, I'm going to use the word rocket ship. It's been on a rocket ship now for a while. The S&P 500 and the NASDAQ have reached all-time highs as of today's close here on Tuesday, June 23rd of 2020. Now, the last part of today's episode, I just want to walk through kind of my perspective and like what I am reading and listening to and what I think is interesting about this whole thing. Number one, I am pumped to see the markets bounce back. That means people are feeling optimistic. And if you think about just pure supply and demand, this means investors are really valuing stocks as a whole with a positive light, right? If the markets are all going up this much, that means the demand for every stock, not every stock, most stocks on average is greater than the supply. So prices are going up, which is fantastic. 
Where this concerns me a little bit is the amount of growth. And seeing, for example, today, two, to me, big red flags of the S&P and the NASDAQ reaching new all-time highs. And the reason I'm a, I'm a little concerned is because COVID's still here. Now, everyone is trading on the mindset that things are getting better, which I agree and is fantastic. And it's great to feel that like we're slowly but surely getting back to the normal way of life. But I go off of data and I'm seeing the unemployment numbers continue to grow. At the end of, uh, was it at the end of May, unemployment was at 16.3%, which is the highest the unemployment rate has been since the Great Depression. Okay, so we're talking a massive amount of people who are still out of a job, who are still not getting paid because they're not working. So those are the people that are driving the economy, right? If we have, you know, almost a fifth, one in every five people almost is out of a job right now. Uh, we need that to turn around quickly, quickly, because if the economy, if the stock prices keep going up the way they do, yet no one's really backing the growth of the economy by purchasing things, going on trips, buying that new furniture, um, going to Starbucks to get that coffee. If people aren't actually going to do that, then we're just trading and we're just seeing these prices grow off of hope, which the stock market is is a lot of that. Obviously, you've seen through the, you know, if you've been following the stock market through the pandemic, when it first hit, just the vast sell-off and freak out of so many people. And now you're seeing the other swing. People, people know, and we've been talking about this for a couple months now, that there's some really good deals out there in the market, that there is a lot of prices that are great to jump on now and hold on to. So we've seen the market bounce back. What I'm envisioning and what I'm thinking, though, is there will be a correction in the stock market sooner than later. Usually when we start to see the market get to these numbers, I always start to get a little worried. The markets are, you know, over time, hopefully will continue to always grow. But we're not out of the weeds yet of COVID-19. If anything, what I've been reading lately, and, you know, if you even turn the news on, I'm sure you've seen this, but 26 states in the United States are actually seeing their COVID numbers continue to creep up over the last week. People in the stock market have not re really reacted or, or you know, negatively reacted, I guess, to that. Uh, but for me, it's just something I'm kind of keeping in, my, in the back of my mind. That doesn't all add up to me where the market is, is heading. Um, for me, and again, this is where I kind of get into my own investment practices and my own perspective. And by all means, you know, take this for what it's worth and, and do your own research. But I'm taking this time to really stick to my guns, uh, investing in companies that I believe in over the long haul. That is really, at the end of the day, my strategy. You guys have all heard me talk about that a lot on here. And the reason for that is we are still in a very hostile time of the market. We, we really don't know what the next three months are going to look like. Bet between the combination of the unemployment numbers continue to rise and just the vast amount of unemployed people there are in this country today. And still a lot of us, I mean, like myself, I work in the city, I work in downtown Chicago and, you know, my employer, we're not planning on 
even possibly being back in the office until at least after Labor Day. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how long the market can ride on this optimism because you know, for example, and I talked about this on a recent podcast. I you know I don't go to the I don't take the train downtown to downtown Chicago anymore. So I don't pay for a monthly train pass. I don't then walk by the coffee shop that's right by the train and pick up a coffee every day. So, you know, people are buying less of those two things. And then, you know, I eat at home every day. I'm at home. I'm working from home. Uh, There's never, you know, a coffee meeting or a, you know, a lunch meeting happening right now. So there's just some small examples of things that have not gone back to normal. I think we're slowly but surely getting back to a more normal place, but it's not completely there yet. So that's just my perspective. You know, it's hard to say. And obviously, if I knew exactly what the market was going to do, uh, I can make a lot of money. So I have no no clue what's going to happen over the next couple months. But we are in a interesting inflection point where we're seeing two of the three major indexes that I follow at all time highs. Um, one thing I'll add as a really positive note to to end this podcast on is that retail sales in May rose 17.7%. So to me, what I think at the crux of all this is really happening is we're seeing unemployment continue to creep up. You know, the longer places have to run at low capacity or no capacity, the more people are going to have to lay off because they're not bringing in the revenue they need to have to run their businesses. But on the other end, you know, I said basically we're, we're almost to the point where one in five people don't have a job. Well, that also means four out of five people do have a job. And if you're seeing retail sales grow 17.7% over a one month period, in my opinion, that means the people who do have jobs aren't necessarily worried about losing those jobs and they're still okay with spending like they were before the pandemic, which is a positive light for the economy for the stock market's continuous or continuation uh, to grow and uh, could be a bright spot in this. So maybe we have really in this situation created a scenario where we have, you know, a ton of people on, you know, in a horrible situation where they don't have a job, they're not making money. And then you might have a ton of people on the other end of the spectrum who still have a job who still are making money. They're working from home, not traveling as much, not going on as many vacations. So they're actually saving a lot more money than they were before the COVID impact. And we might start seeing a lot of them spend money on things like retail sales. Um, maybe now that it's getting warmer out on some trips that they can you know, fly or drive to. Um, it's interesting time. It's an interesting time. But this is why the stock market is fun to be involved in. It just keeps you tied into the world and our economy and what's going on. Um, you know, on top of that, in the NASDAQ, you know, and just tech stocks in general lately have just been on a tear. And they are a section of the stock market that I just continuously keep putting little bits of money in. Um, I've probably talked about partial shares on here until I'm like, I've, people are probably tired of hearing about partial shares, but. They are one of the best unlocks I've seen on Robinhood since I started using it. And for all of you who haven't listened to another episode, if you 
you haven't used Robinhood, first of all, get it. And if you are on Robinhood, make sure you get partial shares unlocked or apply for them. It allows you to just, you know, whether for me, I, you know, every time we get paid, so like every couple of weeks, I just throw the same amount of money into my Robinhood account automatically. And then I just, you know, depending on what I'm feeling that week and what I've been paying attention to, I just take that sum of money and divide it across this, the companies I want to, you know, invest in. It's not full shares in a lot of situations and um, just buy a bunch of partial shares and keep diversifying the portfolio. It's just, you know, keeping, keep putting money into the market um, over the long haul. That's how you can really create wealth. Hope that was an interesting podcast, a little bit different than any of the ones I've done lately. And like I said, keep an eye out. I have a really fun guest coming on uh, in, in a couple of days that I'm really excited about. I have a few other guests that I'm really pumped to have on the podcast over the next couple of weeks. And of course, I'll keep putting these out. Uh, there's lots of good content in the, in the burner right now uh, that I'm excited to bring to all of you. I can't thank you guys enough for listening to the podcast. Um, without you guys listening, uh, this platform wouldn't be what it is. So thanks again, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I wish all of you the best and I'm excited and I hope all of you are excited to see what the weeks and months ahead look like for investing. So thanks again for listening. I hope you guys all have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody, to today's episode. I just wanted to quickly get on here and remind you of a few things. Number one, there are two links in the show notes. The first one is to the COVID Rebound Stock Market Tracker. That is a place where I am keeping track of all of the companies that I want to invest in post-COVID dip, as well as all of my current thoughts on the market. This is also where you'll find tabs that walk through a lot of the examples of the math behind the concepts that I talk about on the podcast. Secondly, there's a link to Robinhood. Robinhood is the investment platform that I personally use. They are not a sponsor of the podcast yet. And that is a great place for you to start your investing journey if you haven't already. And even if you have, I would suggest taking a look at Robinhood. Uh, it's zero commission fees. There's no fees at all to start or to trade. Uh, and by using the link, you will receive a free stock. And lastly, just want to remind you guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, I can't thank you enough uh, for listening. But what I would really, really, really need and would love your help with is to uh, smash that subscribe button, smash that like button, and please leave a review. It helps a lot for the growth of this podcast and this platform. Thank you so much again, and I hope you guys have a fantastic day.